Welcome to Earth Riot Radio. I'm Reverend Billy here at the Earth Church in New York City. Well, we're close to the end. We're accelerating towards the ultimate apocalyptic moment, but there are, I find, at least I'd like to share with you, some positive signs. I don't know, I can't prove it, but I just think that life in motion right now is ah, sending me some kind of signal. I wouldn't use the word hope. Most of the indicators are just simply, we're, we're deep in the sixth extinction and there's very little chance of our emerging from this episode of mass death. But here's what I find, and I'd like to look at this in the next half hour. Here's what I find mysteriously encouraging. Life in motion, life in motion. First of all, the migrants, the refugees, more than 100 million of them, human beings are getting up and walking, they're going. Yeah, they usually have a very good reason, gangs, civil wars, diseases, poverty. But their insistence on, on walking thousands of miles, getting in leaky boats, confronting militarized nation-state borders, it's, it's, let's look at that. And life in motion, free Palestine, everybody is marching. From Malaysia to South Africa to London, every, everyone Hundreds of thousands of people are out there. It's like Black Lives Matter, only more so. That also, that also, life in motion. And then the life in motion from, from just the ecosystems are in motion. All of life is in motion. The plants and animals, they're all on the move. Uh, the temperatures, the, the, the toxicity, the, 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 there are reasons, but they're just moving. And this moving, in humanity, in all of life. There's something reaching out to us to join, and how do we join? Let's look at that now. Somebody give me an earth alleluia.
They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. I love Mexico. I love the Mexican people. Two waiters came up to me tonight. Mr. Trump, we love you. I said, where are you from? Mexico. I said, that's great. I love you, too. These countries aren't sending their, their finest. They're sending people that are, like, got a lot of problems. <laughs> Let me tell you something, New Yorkers. The migrant crisis taking on a new tone. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. Mayor Eric Adams escalating his frustration during a town hall meeting, revealing new fears as tens of thousands of asylum seekers continue to arrive in New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the children, wash their laundry sheets, give them everything they need, health care. Month after month, I stood up and I said, this is going to come to a neighborhood near you. Well, we're here. We're here. A drastic shift from the message Adams first had for incoming migrants. Lady Liberty sits in our harbor. New York City is the welcoming mat for the entire globe. I got my body. I 
I got my body. I got my body. You know, I just wanted to uh, bring back a little Donald Trump and uh, Mayor Eric Adams. That's a very recent quote from him. These new people showing up on our city limits will destroy the great city. Uh, I wanted to bring them up because I just wanted to remind us, let's take a reality check here. This is how stupid these people think we are. We're not even people to them. We're sort of like zombie walking dead robots. They, all they have to do is press a button. And, and what button is that? It's the button of fear. We got strangers here. They, we, 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 got, we got the other, capital O, other. Ooh, they're awful. They're awful. And now these people just represent the, the institutions right now are in the end game. And these leaders are flying airplanes that are like going into the side of a mountain. The institutions are over. They're constricting. They're, they're, they're circling the wagons. They, they, there's nothing they can do anymore. They're completely ineffective. And what they are doing is collecting money. The investor class is basically sucking the money out of these institutions. I'm talking about the religions. I'm talking about the armies, corporations, just all the major institutions. None of them believe in climate change. None of them have any interest in the earth at all. They're taking what they think still has value and they're running for the hills. Now, what do you and I do? We move. Life is in motion right now. Now, I don't know why that feels like such, the, such, such a correct, wise thing to do. I, and I have no idea what, what kind of reception my ideas is having out in Radioland. What do you think? What, what are you thinking right now? My intuition is just find a place to walk. Get up on a highway and walk. That's what everybody else is doing, and, and there's a reason for that. Migrate, march, and storm. Move. Now, when you, when you just go... When you just go, when you're just on the wind, when you're just riding the river, when you're just moving, you don't exactly know where you're going. You don't know what is in store. That's precisely where we really are. We don't know the future. We're not supposed to. It might not be a very good thing for us to know what's going to happen right now. It's the sixth extinction. We might all be gone in a matter of weeks. We don't know. But moving is the, is the feeling that the earth is giving us. It's, it's the instruction, I think, from this, this great being that we're a part of. Let's get a move on, shall we? Somebody give me an earth hallelujah today.
We dress up like extinct animals and sing in a bank. And we get arrested and go to jail and try to get some sleep. And then we come home and we do sleep and we get up and dress like extinct animals and get on the subway to another bank where we meet the stop shopping singers and go into the lobby and sing and hand out the investment information and then get handcuffed and go to jail. Or maybe just the precinct house for a few hours, but maybe the tombs, city jail, up to three days and nights and face the judge again and make some promise or other and go home and get ready to go banking. We shower and then study bank investments and then call other shopping stoppers and can you believe UBS is bankrolling that Aussie coal? and more extinction reports and then we dress up like another threatened kind of life and go sing in bank lobbies and parking lots and drive through teller windows and bank sponsored art events and preach inside a circle of faces which are loathing us or giggling or stunned with thought and we hand out information on earth crimes that happen from their money and we get arrested and handcuffed and we go to jail or maybe we just get a warning in which case we do more research after returning home where we loved our loved ones and eat and drink and wash and do laundry and put off the bills and we're exhausted and we fall asleep and dream of rainforests and prairies and coral reefs and then we wake up and then we dress up like extinct animals and get on the subway and meet the other singers who are wearing giant heads of the long gone golden toad or maybe they're covered with threatened honeybees and off we go to the bank broke but laughing all the way to the bank to sing From the natural world, I'm Savitri D. Historical records have long suggested that medieval Norse colonists on Greenland around 1450 AD relied on imported materials such as iron and wood. Until now, it has not been fully recognized where these imports of wood came from. Archaeologists have used wood taxa analysis to distinguish between imported drift and native wood from five Norse farmsteads on Greenland. Radiocarbon dating shows that the Norse acquired wood from the east coast of North America. The sagas indicate that the explorers brought back timber from Vinland, as the North American continent was known, to Greenland. Driftwood made up over 50% of the Norse constructions. Sea levels along the U.S. southeast and Gulf coasts have been rapidly accelerating, reaching record-breaking rates over the past 12 years. Scientists report a rise of about a half an inch per year since 2010. They attribute the acceleration to the compounding effects of man-made climate change and natural climate variability. These rapid rates are unprecedented, and they have been three times higher than the global average over the same period. Researchers have discovered that in the exotic conditions of the early universe, waves of gravity may have shaken space-time so hard that they spontaneously created visible radiation also known as light. 
The physical concept of resonance surrounds us in everyday life. When you're sitting on a swing and want to go higher, you naturally start pumping your legs back and forth. You very quickly find the exact right rhythm to make the swing go higher. If you go off rhythm, then the swing stops going higher. This particular kind of phenomenon is known in physics as a parametric resonance. Perhaps the most dramatic event to occur in the entire history of the universe was inflation. This is a hypothetical event that took place when our universe was less than a second old. During inflation, our cosmos swelled to dramatic proportions, becoming many orders of magnitude larger than it was before. The regions of intense gravity may have excited the electromagnetic field enough to release some of its energy in the form of radiation, creating light. The end of inflation created gravitational waves that sloshed back and forth throughout the cosmos. This result gives rise to an entirely new phenomenon, the production of light from gravity alone. Researchers from Sydney have been using a network of underwater listening devices to keep tabs on pygmy blue whales off the coast of Western Australia. Their recent study analyzed nearly two decades of continuous underwater recordings to see whether their calls correspond with environmental changes. They found the variability of whale call detection was linked to the climatic phenomenon La Nina. The findings suggest climate cycles may influence the migration of the pygmy blue whale in the eastern Indian Ocean, which may have important implications for their conservation. The number of song detections during La Nina years is up to 10 times more than those in El Nino or neutral years, which indicates these whales respond to changes in climate cycles. Kenya's first Earth observation satellite was launched into space after two scrubbed attempts. Kenya's satellite will fly over the country every four days and gather data for agriculture, land, and environment monitoring, according to the Kenya Space Agency. As of the end of 2022, 14 African countries had launched a total of 52 satellites, according to consulting firm Space Hubs Africa. Dry spells known as flash droughts, with a surprisingly rapid onset and often devastating impact, are becoming more frequent as human activity warms the planet. Though droughts are generally thought of as long-term phenomenon, some can occur quite suddenly in a matter of weeks under certain conditions. Global warming is a recipe for increasing those special conditions around the world, creating in certain areas a decrease in precipitation and increased evaporation. Both flash and slow droughts are increasing, but flash droughts are increasing more quickly, especially over Europe, North and East Asia, the Sahel, and West Coast of South America. Humans hunted giant snails on the way to becoming an apex predator. Giant African land snails were systematically brought to a border cave site in eastern South Africa, then roasted and consumed, starting from 170,000 years ago in a practice that continued for 100,000 years. The border cave site is located on a cliff and is home to some of the oldest fossils found of anatomically modern humans. Intermittent human habitation of the cave started 227,000 years ago and continued as recently as 600 years ago. Archaeologists have found some of the earliest evidence of symbolism there, as well as beads, tools, burials, and the construction of grass beds. Snails are an excellent source of nutrients. They are slow-moving, easy to hunt, and could have been stored alive in the cave for some time before being consumed but they are safest to eat when cooked. The Emirati astronaut Sultan Al-Nayadi stepped out of the International Space Station for the first spacewalk by an Arab astronaut, 
a moment heralded by the UAE as a milestone. After years of sustained drought, California has recently experienced record-breaking winter precipitation that triggered a flower superbloom event in the area. The vibrant orange and yellow colors of poppies and wildflowers in bloom are so abundant they can be seen from space. Mainland Spain and Portugal broke temperature records for April as both nations wilt in an unusually early heat wave that has raised the risk of wildfires. The mercury hit 38.8 degrees Celsius in the airport in Spain's southern city of Cordoba. In neighboring Portugal, temperatures in the central town of Mora reached 36.9 degrees Celsius on Thursday, breaking the record of 36 degrees set in April 1945 in the northeastern town of Pinau. The unusually early heat wave has been driven by a mass of very hot and dry air coming from Africa. The scorching temperatures have prompted warnings about the high risk of wildfires and worsened drought conditions that have already led some farmers in Spain not to sow seeds at all this year. Blazes have ravaged some 54,000 hectares of land so far this year in Spain, compared with just over 17,000 hectares during the same time in 2022. This year is already shaping up to be another bad one for glaciers in the Swiss Alps, with the snowpack covering them around 30% below the 10-year average, according to scientists tracking their decline. And the world's oceans have suddenly spiked much hotter and well above record levels in the last few weeks, with scientists trying to figure out what it means and whether it forecasts a surge in atmospheric warming. Some researchers think the jump in sea surface temperature stems from a brewing and possibly strong natural El Nino warming weather condition, plus a rebound from three years of a cooling La Nina, all on top of steady global warming that is heating deeper water below. Since the last El Nino seven years ago, global heat ocean content has increased 0.4 degrees Celsius, which may not sound like a lot, but is actually a tremendous amount of energy. It's about 30 to 40 zettajoules of heat, which is the energy equivalent of hundreds of millions of atomic bombs the size that leveled Hiroshima. And now, the sounds of extinction. The completely unique wolf-like Tasmanian tigers that thrived on the island of Tasmania before they went extinct in 1936 may have survived in the wilderness for far longer than previously thought new research suggests. There is also a small possibility they are still alive today, experts say. Tasmanian tigers, also known as thylacines, were carnivorous marsupials with distinctive stripes on their lower back. The species was originally found across Australia, but disappeared from the mainland roughly 3,000 years ago due to human persecution. It persisted on the island of Tasmania until a government bounty introduced by the first European settlers in the 1880s destroyed the population and drove the species to extinction. Scientists say thylacines probably survived in the wild until the 1980s, with a small chance they could still be hiding somewhere today in the vast wilderness of Tasmania. One thing that's so interesting about the thylacine is how it evolved to look so much like a wolf and so different to other marsupials. Because of this, it is very hard to tell the difference at a distance between a thylacine and a dog. This is likely why we still continue to have so many sightings despite never finding a dead animal or unequivocal picture.
and hear the sounds of the Tasmanian tiger, recorded in captivity almost 100 years ago. This is the Reverend again. It's time to say goodbye and thank you to the people who contributed to this half hour. Savitri D. not only gave us the news from the natural world, she also wrote that song, Thrill to It, which is a, uh, it's a dedication to energy. It's, it's uh, embrace the activism, extend into it. And that's one way that we move. That's one way that we get up on the highway and go. We also dress up like extinct animals and go into the lobbies of banks. It's like Thrill to It sets up the other song, the song of, of shedding your identity, taking on the identity of the extinct animal, and going to the, going to the people who killed that life and haunting them. Activism as haunting. Amen? Well, I know that... that that you out there listening right now, you have your way of being with the earth's motion. And you will have your, your choice. It might be to get up on the highway and just go to the horizon and through the horizon. Get in that leaky boat. Find a way around the gunman at the nation-state border. But there's a way to move with the animals and plants. There's a way to feel the power of the jet streams, the gulf streams. Go into the natural world and take that motion in you. It's a time of not planning. It's the time of getting into the wind, getting into the, into the streams and going with the motion of the earth. We've always controlled things with our knowledge, with our view of things. We are, many, I say we, many of us are inheritors of colonization. We, we, we expect to control. We have to let go of that now. Let the earth, let the great spirit come into us and like sail into the wind or go right at the killers and haunt them. Well now, we're going to say goodbye for today. We've been bringing people into the earth church in the East Village, opening the door and letting them come in. We don't want them sleeping out on the sidewalk. We give them central heating and bathrooms and a kitchen. We, we give them a way to spend the day in warmth. We believe they are the heroes coming from Venezuela and from, from Nigeria and the Sudan and Haiti, wherever they're from. We, 
We welcome them and, and honor them because they, they are in the motion of the earth and they will find a way. We welcome them. Somebody give me an earth alluvia here today. Well, have a safe and wild week. I'll see you next time. Earth alluvia.